What's up, mi gente? I'm Juani Ala from Latin Babbler Show, and you're listening to Latin Arte, where we bring you exclusive interviews with rising Latin stars of the world. ¿Listos? ¡Vamos! Welcome back to another episode of Latin Arte from the Latin Babbler Show. I am your host, Juan Ayala. Joining me today as my co-host is the Latin Babbler himself. Yo, that's crazy. Thank you for having me. It's actually a true special. <laughs> I gotta say, though, I've been trying to get on this show for like ages now, and I don't know what I have to do. So, I mean, do I have to call an agent, make some uh, publicist calls? What is up with that? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm a very busy man. What can I say? But with us today as our very special guest is an actress we all know and love from The Wizards of Waverly Place, Cam Brock and Christella and her iconic voiceover roles as Hawkgirl in Justice League and Sunset Boulevard is in The Proud Family. Here to talk with us about her latest role in NBC's hit comedy, Keenan. Please welcome to the show Maria Canales Barrera. Maria, thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm great, Juan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So before we get into Keenan and your whole body of work over the years, um, I want to go back to your early days for a moment. So you're okay. a Miami girl from a Cuban family. I just saw you have cafecito like a true Latina. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? So yep. when did all of this start for you? When did you start performing? Oh, you know, it was a passion that I always followed. I remember since I was little, hmm. um, my sister and I, imitating my, I would imitate my mom. My sister would imitate the neighbor and we would do like full on scenes. And my mother would die laughing because she had no idea. These little girls were absorbing el tiki -tiki of these neighbors. <laughs> and, uh, my, I, and I, I do my mom's fake laugh and she, she dies, die laughing. She'd like, oh! <laughs> the fake laugh she would do with the neighbor. And I remember that being a lot of fun. And then in school auditioning for everything and mm. couldn't wait to get into the the drama class, the official drama class in eighth grade and getting all the parts and growing as an actor and getting most talented in high school. And it was like, wow, there's nothing I love more, but it sounds so crazy to be an actress. It sounds so outrageous, like TV star. Oh my gosh. Movie star. It's just so unrealistic. So I was like, you know, the, you know, what are you going to major in? And I'm like, Oh, I'll probably major in psychology or communications. You know what I'm thinking? And then I, I bumped into, because I worked at, uh, at a pharmacy, and one of the clients was an, a, an actress from a show called Que Pasa USA. Do you remember that show? Uh, USA. It that sounds vaguely show. familiar. Oh, my gosh. But, Dude, you guys, you guys have to look it up. It was on PBS. It was, was a bilingual okay. show. It was, it's Emmy Award winning. It was mm -hmm. so well done, and it was about um, an exile family who escaped Cuba living in Miami. Mm. It was hilarious. It was a, it was a sitcom with an audience and everything brilliant. And she played the daughter and she said, you know what? You should audition, audition for the university of Miami. I did. And they have a scholarship and you might get it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to, and I auditioned and I got it. And I thought, you know what? There's no way I'm not going to, I'm not going to major in theater now because it's what I mm. love most. It was that again, more validation. You, you, you're good. You know, the doors kept opening. So then I just pursued it and I've been doing it ever since. So it's just this passion that as the doors kept opening, I kept walking through them. And even if they didn't open, I knocked harder and harder. I just mm -hmm. love it. <laughs> so I'm a huge fan of Maria <laughs> and you kind of you've really done it all. I mean, you've done everything from movies to television, voiceovers of both animation and video games. Your latest role on NBC's Keenan with the hilarious Keenan. I've been watching him since he was a young guy, and now yeah. you know, Keenan Thompson is doing amazing. Um, 
it's it's such a funny and feel good show. What are um, what are you excited for your audiences to see with your character? Oh gosh, I'm excited that that she's very different than what I've played. I've played mm-hmm. a lot of nurturing moms who were sassy and strong, but this lady's tough. Mm-hmm. This lady is strong, very independent, a little over it. Yeah. <laughs> In that, you know, I don't have time for niceties. You're messing up and I'm going to tell you you're wrong and you better fix it. That's her style. And I think she comes from love. I think she's obviously attracted to Rick, but also maddened by him because he's <laughs> such a child. But there's so much potential and I must fix him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was going to ask that. Is there like a thing there? <laughs> it's just so much fun to play. You know, yeah. all women have a little bit of that in them. You know, hope you know yeah. that. We want to fix you guys, but uh, the wise ones don't even get involved with somebody they have to fix. But most of us, you know, want to change things. And but I think she comes from love, and I think she has a big heart. I think she's toughened by life. Hmm. Um, but this family next door that has a lot of a lot of involvement and love and friendship and family and it's exciting. And I think that, that I, as Loretta want to be part of that. So my, you know, nosiness is, you know, cause I get in there is not because I'm into the tiki tiki. I joke that it's not like my, about like, Oh, Keenan's home. What's going on? It's not like that. It's like, Oh, those little girls are so precious. I hope they're doing things right over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's my come from, and I'm having a great time. It's so funny, interesting with the role. I um because I just caught up with the the most recent episodes and we got screeners for the for the following episodes that are coming up. And with her arc, it's just like whenever I see Latin characters on television, especially, I think like, oh, they they must be like me. They must come from a big family, and maybe she misses her family. Maybe they're far away, so she's right. looking for that sort of chosen family in these yeah. neighbors. So I love that. Yeah, um, the way you're portraying the role like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, who knows where that need is from? It could be that could be that I'm an only child could be that I'm childless. You know what I mean? We come in all kinds of different backgrounds just because we're Latino doesn't mean we're one thing, as you know, which is the constant battle that we've had all these years. And just let us be us. Let us be whatever shade we are, whatever background we are, whatever. Oh, my goodness. We're so diverse as as just Latin people. So I love again that she is this woman first and foremost, this funny woman first and foremost, who happens to be of Latin heritage. And it's just part of the American story, all these different kinds of people trying to make life work. And that's what's so beautiful is that NBC is doing that organically, not, um, not trying to push some kind of lesson about diversity. It's just, it just is because if you look, if you look at the cast, Juan, the mm. diversity, of course, everybody's different colors and all that, but the diversity is in comedic brilliance. If you mm. notice, everybody has a comedic style that, in my opinion, is brilliant and so different. If you look at, of course, Keenan, Chris, and the, and the magic they are together, mm-hmm. 
Don, Don is hilarious. Who would have thought he was so talented and so funny? You know, I didn't know how awesome he was. I mm-hmm. love that I'm working with him. Taylor, she's hilarious. The girl, yeah. the Tammy. Yeah, yeah. Mika, uh, Jeff, who plays um, Phil uh, mm-hmm. on a completely different plane. He reminds me of like <laughs> in Wizards of Waverly Place. Do you remember Jake's character? Yeah. My, yeah. my youngest son. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was like on, a, on another planet. <laughs> That's how that character is. And who doesn't love that kind of character? I mean, it's fantastic. I think the writing and the casting is just great. And Fortune, I mean, there's nobody like her. Mm -hmm. It's just really great. I'm very excited and having a great time with this cast and this show. Yeah, completely. You're really the the casting is top notch. And you were saying before, um, the show doesn't feel uh, a preachy or like it's pushing anything. It's just like, we just, these are people being themselves in this world, you know, not trying to teach a lesson. Like you say, it doesn't feel like, um, like an after school special from, you know, from back in the yeah. day. It's, it's so organic and in such a wonderful way. Um, NBC is doing that with so many of their comedies. I'm a huge fan of uh, grand crew as well. It's one of their newest shows. It's so funny. And just the way that they're implementing diversity into these new shows in such an organic way is just so amazing to see. Yeah, exactly. This is what I feel like is finally happening. We're welcomed as part of the American story, Hmm. not Let's tell a story about an immigration thing and let's grab this Latino person and put them in this specific story. No, you're not putting us in a specific story that you think we are. You're saying, oh, a widow or father trying to do the best he can, working in TV, has a group of friends and neighbors and family members that love him. Everybody, come on in. Come Mm -hmm. on in, everybody. And let's pick the funniest people. Oh, you happen to be black. Oh, you happen to be Latin. Oh, you happen to be this shade of color. You have, you know what I mean? And it just is secondary to the comedy, number one. Number two, the the, the storytelling, the power of the story. And I love that they have their priorities, NBC, Keenan, in the right place, the right order. Mm. So, you know, representation is such a big part of our show of, of Latin Arte to showcase Latin voices, talents, and to provide a platform for our fellow Latinas. So uh, representation now is so much better than it was when you were starting your career, I'm sure. So do you remember, oh. you already mentioned um, Que Pasa USA, but do you remember the yeah. first time that you felt represented in a performance you saw? Well, I because I see myself as a person, I don't see myself in a box, especially as an American person. Mm. I saw myself represented in all kinds of people because they were telling my story, my story as a young woman with perhaps parents that fought a little too much and we had to make light of it, uh, having siblings that love me. Like I saw my dad in the dad in good times. I saw Mm. my dad in Archie Bunker. I saw my You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a person. I'm a person first and foremost. So I didn't feel like unseen or unheard because I didn't put myself in a box. But then you come out to Hollywood and it's almost surprising in the professional world that they did, Mm -hmm. that they still do oftentimes. Yeah. Oh, we're not going ethnic with that part. Mm -hmm. That used to be something that would be said all the time. 
And I guess we never thought about saying more often than not, well, why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my my grocer is Latino and my doctor is and my teacher was and the principal of that school is, why not? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So as I was, you know, came across the the surprising closed-mindedness of some in Hollywood. It was a little bit sh- shocking and saddening. I would even joke like this was, you know, more not recently, but in the beginning, like you asked me about it. I would be I I thought, you know what? Young American people of Latin heritage, if you happen to have a, an accent or a twang or don't try and lose it because they're just going to ask you to put it right back on for a lot of these roles, Yeah, <laughs> which is not a problem. Again, I, I love doing accents. I think accents in general are funny. They're funny mm-hmm. because they are un, they are a surprise to the ear. Yeah. Do you understand? You're not expecting it. So you're like, oh, so people laugh when somebody has a funny accent, not because they're making fun of someone necessarily, but because you don't expect it. And something mm-hmm. that's unexpected can be funny. Right. And there are people that are recent immigrants that have accents. I don't mind playing those people. I don't think having an accent is bad, but it's not every single Latino. That's the thing. For many, many, many years, you would you would only see people that were foreigners. Well, what about the American Latino? Where is where is he? Where is she? They're all over us. Yeah. And and that's where I felt unrepresented when I would not see the American person that happens to be of Latin heritage that loves being of Latin heritage and loves America. My yeah. parents, oh my God, Cuban to the max. My mother would say, mis hijos tienen nombres cubanos, Ricardo, Dora y María, nada de Stephanie, ni Jennifer, ni de... She loved being, you know, and we would have to speak Spanish at home mm-hmm. and Cuban food was breakfast, lunch, and dinner because they were both amazing cooks. And of course we wanted pizza and hamburgers, but we can never have that. We have to have lechon and bistec, costilla uh-huh. I mean, the be- of course now I'm like, oh my gosh, we were so spoiled and we didn't even oh. know it. But they <laughs> also loved food. America. They loved this country. Yeah. My mother, I mean, my mother would say, this country opened its arms to us. Look what happened to Cuba. Look what happened to their country. You know, Castro took over and ruined it. Mm-hmm. They couldn't go back to the country they loved and knew, even if they wanted to. There was no freedom. You couldn't sell a bag of oranges by the road, even if you wanted to. So it's yeah. even worse than poverty. You didn't have freedom. You couldn't start your own business. You couldn't. I mean, it's hard as an American to wrap our heads around that. You're told where to live. You told what you could. What you're told what you can say. Mm-hmm. What you can study, if you can study, where you can study. I mean, it's just out, outrageous. So my my parents, of course, loved America, and I remember my mom doing this. We would be driving, and we passed by the, the animal hospital, and she would say, "Mira para eso. Look at that, an ambulance for a dog. Is this a great <laughs> country or what?" <laughs> Oh that is God. hilarious. <laughs> so what's wonderful is that we and I think about I think this for every kind of person that they can be everything that they are without having to choose one or be in a box. If a person is an American that's half Latino or, or half Asian, 
they don't have to pick one. They are all these things. And it's awesome and interesting mm-hmm. and different. If somebody's biracial, they're biracial. They can be as white or as black as they are. Uh, people and America needs to. And I think I think we're starting to see that more and more on TV is that we're allowed to be our intricate and nuanced selves. And especially as Latino, we come in different races. Yeah, we mm-hmm. do. We come in different colors and different. Oh my gosh, so so much nuance to us. Mm-hmm. And I love that we're allowed to just be everything yeah. that we are. Yeah. And we come in different sizes too. So <laughs> the more the better, Rafael. Have, the more the better. I have a very important question. And and you know, because of your career success. So, like my daughter's an actress, and one of the main reasons why I've been blessed to be surrounded by actors such as the amazing Juan here, who who is now, you know, co-working with me. And you know, I, I get a lot of stories from the actors community as to their lives and their stories and their trials. And it's like a huge career choice for these individuals. And some of them have a lot of support. Some of them don't because the families are, you know how we Latinos are. Some of them are like being pushed. No, you have to turn around and do this. There's no money in this. You have to go that way. You know? Uh And so what with, with your like long and successful career, is there any advice or wisdom that you can give or share with young actors who may be listening to this interview and trying to figure out, okay, what, what do I need to do next? Yeah. My older daughter is a singer songwriter slash actress. So I, I know the boat that you're in because we want, you know, we want the best for them. And if they're talented and my daughter's very talented, I'm sure your daughter's very talented or else you wouldn't be supporting her and encouraging her. She's got, she's she's got talent. Okay. (laughs) I would say get the best training you can possibly get so that you can be the most prepared when you go out into the big world full of a lot of talented, beautiful people that you're going to be up against. And to give everything you do your all and never give up on yourself and trust who you are. Again, going back to being put in boxes. Yes, we're going to be certain types, you know, leading lady, funny sidekick, uh, ingenue, villain, you know, that's part of storytelling. But Continue to trust all your qualities, even the ones you're not too proud about, like the good, the bad and the ugly is what I say, because that's what is going to make you stand out. That's what's going to make you unique. So don't diminish it in trying to fit in. Bring it out and find how it how it parallels to what whatever character you're auditioning for. Bring it to the surface and trust it. Trust who you are and bring it out every single time. And that's, I think, a bit of of a a hard thing for some people because so many times we're told no. There's so much rejection because there's so many people in the game and only Mm. so many roles. And yes, it hurts. But you can't let that make you withhold for the next one. That that's what is sometimes challenging for me in the past. It has been where I'm like, oh, I didn't get it. Oh, it hurts. You got to go. Okay, that wasn't the one. Here's the next one. I got to take everything out of there and put it out on that platter. So trust in yourself and never give up on yourself and who you really, really are. Use it in all your auditions and in all your work. And never give up. If you know that you love it and you've got something to give. Don't give up. If you genuinely say, you know what? I don't like waiting. I don't like not being in control. I'd rather be an attorney. Go to law school. Yeah. 
That's what a friend of mine did. We were in a play together and he said, you know what? I don't know if I really love this that much. And, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I look into the future and I could be a, a 35 year old unemployed actor, probably, or a 35 year old attorney. I want to be an I want to be an attorney. I want to have a family. I said, you know what? Good for you. Go do it. And he did it. And he has a family and he's an attorney and he's he's happy. So yeah. I don't judge anybody for like moving on to something else. Mm. But if you don't want to move on to something else, if you really love it and you feel like you have something to give, then you have to really believe in yourself in order to survive the ups and downs and the waves. Amazing. Maria, thank you so much for joining us today on Latin Arte. Um, if folks want to give you a follow on Instagram, where can they find you? At Maria underscore CB. At Maria underscore CV. Awesome. And you can follow us uh, on Latin Babbler Show. Make sure to yes. go to latinbabbler.com for all of our content and to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening. And don't miss Maria Canals Barrera on NBC's Keenan Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Thank you so much for joining us, y'all. Porque para mí mira noches en fronteras Yo levantaré mi bandera